One of the wonders of halachic discourse is, is the, um, the richness of opinion that we've got, that there's a space for everybody's opinion, that there's a debate of everybody's opinion, that we question, starting from the time of the Gomorrah, uh, going up all the time to the modern times, and as we've often said, the halachic discourse is like a, a conversation of many centuries that takes place. We talk to each other, we communicate with each other, we understand each other, we question each other um, over hundreds and hundreds of years. The, uh, and that's incredibly rich, and there's great method in it in getting to understand people, their ideas and thoughts. Uh, the, the, the problem is, how, how, do we, <coughs> how do we reach halachic decision? With so many opinions, how do we reach halachic decision? Um, and one of the methods that we use is the principle of halacha kebasroi. You go after the most recent authority, because the recent authority has had the benefit of everything that's gone before, and, and he has a, has a viewpoint. Um, but firstly, it hasn't always been that way, and we'll, we'll, we're going to have a look at where that started, that principle of halacha kebasroi, because in a sense, we know that the earlier Authorities are the greater authorities. Tanoim have more authority than Amoroim. Amoroim have more authority than Rishonim. Rishonim more than Achronim. And within each category, there are levels of authority. Uh, Each of the Rishonim has a a certain authority. Each of the Achronim have a certain authority. And one has to understand their levels of authority to be able to weigh them up in some sort of a way. Uh, but certainly the further back you go, the closer we are to the source and the, and the higher the authority. Why would we pass in like the most junior person who's the most recent person? And then it can become completely absurd, of course. Uh, 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 and nobody like me can say, I'm after the Rambam. So the, uh, the Rambam says A or the Shulchan Aruch says A, I say B. Uh, I know the Rambam, I know the Shulchan Aruch, and I think they're wrong. And you open the, the possibility of any little nobody having an opinion, which, which we take seriously in Halakha. Of course that doesn't apply. Um, and yet there are times when it does apply. So what we're going to look at today is, is the history of this principle of Halakha Kabasroi and, and, and how it's applied. Um, and it starts with a fascinating riff at the end of Masechta Eruvin, where the riff says, We rely on the Bavli, not the Yerushalmi. When there's, a, when there's a dispute between the Bavli and the Yerushalmi, we go like the Bavli. Why? The Batrahu, because the Bavli is, is later than the Yerushalmi. But then the Rif adds something really important. It's not just about chronology. But then he adds, And the, the Bale Gemorah, the Amoroim of the Bavli, knew the Yerushalmi better than we do. So if they knew the Yerushalmi better than we do, and they disagree with the Yerushalmi, we can't paskin like the Yerushalmi. So there you have the principle which goes beyond the Bavli and the Yerushalmi, it, it, because what he adds over here is, So if little Rabbi so-and-so wants to disagree with the Mishnah Brura because he's later than the Mishnah Brura, we would have to say, little Rabbi so-and-so, do you understand the Mishnah Brura better than, than, than others? since that time? That, that, are, are you such an expert? Because if you don't have that level of expertise, the fact that you're the latest doesn't make the difference. It's not about modernity. It's not about contemporariness. It's about that you knew what the earlier ones said, like the Amoroim of the Bavli knew what the Yerushalmi said, understood it better than we understand it, and discarded it for halachic reasons. That's the, that's the method of thinking. 
And then there's a, a Rosh in, in Sanhedrin um, where, where the Rosh affirms the same idea. Anu tofsim divrei ikar. We take the later authority as the, as the powerful one. Kivan shiyad'u because they understood the earlier views and their own views. They understood the differences. And they made a decision between the two. Here again, so, the, so in the riff, the, the key words is the key in the, in the Rosh. How careful you were to be with Rishonim. You, it's very easy to look at these two Rishonim, the riff and the Rosh, and say, look, the Rif is the, the foundation of, 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 of the Rambam and of all of, of Sfarad, Psach of Sfarad, and the Rosh is the foundation of, of Ashkenazi's Psach, and they both say, we go like the later one, and it's very easy to quote. The Rif and the Rosh both say, you go Kabasur, you go like the later one. No, there's a reason why. Because, and the Rosh says, they knew how to get to the essence of the matter. So there's got to be such a level of expertise. It's not enough to say, I'm a recent, I know what went before. In addition to that, there has to be the capacity to be oymed al shel davar. That's what's important. The reason we might paskin like a Reb Moshe Feinstein against a Mishnah Brewer, it's not a question of, is the Reb Moshe Feinstein greater than the Chofetz Chaim? That's not the point. But the Reb Moshe Feinstein knows the Mishnah Brewer and knows everybody around it and the background and how the Mishnah Brewer got to it. And he can be Umed Ali Koroshildova. That's the greatness of a Pesach. And, that, and that's why it's important in Psach to be able to see their reasoning, not just their bottom line. You want to know, were they able, did they get to, in your opinion, did they get to the essence of the issue? If they got to the essence of the issue and they understood everything that came before them better than we do, then we're Paskin like the Basroi. So from the Rif and the Rosh, what I want to show you is that the, how to be careful in their wording and to understand the essence of what they're saying. It's not just a matter of, um, of because they're the most recent. Uh, but this was not always the case. As we see in Tosfos, in Kiddushin Daf Memhe, where Rabbeinu uh, Tam says that Ad Abaye Verova, we always used to go like the earlier ones. Kedivre Harav Ba'amoroi Rishonim. In the cases of the earlier authorities, up to the time of Abaya and Rova. So Abaya and Rova, and we'll see how critical a time there was a pivoting development in the development of Halakha at the time of Abaya Verova and why they're so important to Gomorrah. And Rabbeinu Tam says, until Abaya Verova, we used to go like the, like the older authority. If a Rav and a Talmud, if an earlier authority and a later authority have a Cholek, you'll go like the earlier authority because they're greater. Where does this come from that we start going like the later authority? It started with Abaya Verova. The reason we go like the Achroidim since the time of Abaya Verova was because Abaya Verova put effort into understanding the words of the earlier generations more than anybody else, and so they become a, a platform of halacha. Abaya and Rova in their time are like the Shulchanoruch later on, or like the Rambam. Where, where that becomes a, a, a platform from which you can start because Arabaya Verova clarified all the shittas that went before them so well that they become the first, the, the first authority. And will go like Arabaya Verova against earlier authorities. 
the same as we do with the Shulchan Aruch and with the Rambam and so on. And all this comes from a Gemara on our Mudam, Kafches Amudalef, where the Gemara says a beautiful Gemara, Shmoinim Talmidim, Ayulul Hila Azokin. Hila Azokin had, had 80 Talmidim. 30 of them, could, the Shechina could have, could have been on them, like Moshe Rabbeinu, the Talmidim of, of, of Hillel, could were as great as Moshe Rabbeinu, that the Shechina could be on them. Ushloshimem, 30 of them could, could have stopped the sun, like Yeshua ben Nun, they just didn't have a reason to do it. And then there were 20 ordinary ones. Of the ordinary ones, the greatest was, was Yonason ben Uziel, and the smallest of all of these was Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Get an idea of who these people were. Amru Alav Rabbi Yochan ben Zakkai. That's the Gemara that I that I quote. I've got the whole the whole piece quoted. Sheloi Niach Mikro Mishnah Talmud Alochus Vaagodus Tikdike Torah Vedikdike Soifrim. Rabbi Shimon ben Zakkai didn't leave anything aside. He knew all of Talmud and Agodus and Tikdike Torah. Kalim vechamurim. Uxeris Shovus Tkufus vegematrius. He knew mathematics and he knew astronomy. Sichas Malachi Ashoris. He understood the language of angels. We spoke a few days ago about the language of trees, that he could understand how trees communicate with one another. He knew nature, he knew physiology, he knew botany, he knew zoology, he knew it all. And he's the smallest of the Talmidim of Hillel Azokin. And then the Gemara says, He knew all major things like how Hashem's world is made up. And the small thing he knew, the small things he knew were the thinking of Abayah and Rava, the Beis Hamedrash of Abayah and Verova, all of their discussion and conversation, Rabbi Yocham and Zakhan knew as well, so to say. What, what does all that mean? So there's an amazing Chuvas um, HaMaharik. The Maharik is, is old, the Maharik is 15th century, 100 years before the Shulchan Aruch. Um, and he was the Rebbe of the Rav, Mibar Tanura, the Mepharish on the Mishnayas. We've spoken about him before. And his Rebbe was the Maharik. And the Maharik has some amazing tshuvas. And in Pei Dalad, he has a tshuva where he explains why the haloch is kebasroi from Abaya verova ve'elach. Later ones know the earlier ones' opinions, but the earlier ones don't know the latest ones. Since they know what the earlier ones said and they disagree, we see that they understand that that's not the way halach is. So why does that only start at Abai Verova, asked the Marik? Why not start right at the beginning and always go like the latter opinion? Until Abaya Verova, there was a change in the educational methodology. Until Abaya Verova, every Rebbe just taught his Talmud his own version of Torah, how he understood the Torah. And that's what the Talmud learned. From Abaya Verova, that changed. From the time of Abaya Verova, Abaya Verova started studying everything that had been said before them. Not only the views of their own Rabbeim, but all the views of what had been said before them. So if a, the source of knowledge of a Talmud is only his Rebbe, then his Rebbe is the authority, not the Talmud, because the Talmud knows nothing that the Rebbe didn't teach him. 
But from Abaya Verova, they learned things that their Rebbe hadn't even learned. So they had a broader perspective than their Rebbe had. And that broader perspective gave them a new authority. At the end, he says, The wisdom of, of Gemara, of Talmud, increased in the days of Abaya Verova. And he brings rise for that, including our Gemara Shemaflik the the Dabe Bechokmas Rabbi Yochum and Zakai. Because when the Gemara talks about Rabbi Yozacher Shiloi Niach Lo Mikra VeLeMishne VeLeTalmud Umone Hatam Tuva VeLeBesof Havayis Da'Abaye VeRova. And how great was Rabbi Yochum and Zakai? He understood the conversations of Abaye VeRova. VeLo Me'Amoroyim Arishoni Makodim Lo. And what about the people who came before Abaye VeRova? VeAfapisha Yu Gedolim Mehem, even though they were greater, like Rav and Shmuel and Rabbi Yochum. Abayevarova learned everything, every contradiction they resolved, they questioned, they analyzed. The analytical method that developed later on from the Gemara into the Rishonim was innovated by Abayevarova. Abayevarova were great innovators of Talmudic methodology. And halachically, their innovation is so powerful that we take it on, and from that time onwards, the authority, the later authorities provided, as the Rif and the Rosh said, they can be omedic onikorushel dvorim, and they understand the thing better than we understand it. Provided those elements are in, in place, we paskin like them. There's a, a tshuva of the Ramor, uh, who brings a Maram Rutenberg and explains how we paskin like Tosfus because they, they're later. Tosfus analyzes all the previous shittas. A Tosfus is to the Rishonim what Abaya and Rava were to the Amiroim. That's why Tosfus is so important. Can't learn without Tosfus. Tosfus really gets it and, and analyzes it. And the Mara, and there are more ads. But if there are later opinions than Tosfus, like the Mordechai and the Rosh and others like that, we'll paskin like them. That's why they become very powerful, because they had learned all the Tosfus. And if they've learned all the Tosfus and they come to a different opinion, then that's the way we'll, we'll come to it. Um, the Shach, the Shach is one of the most important before Shem on the, on the Shulchan Aruch. The Shach is between the Shulchan Aruch and, say, the time of the Vilna Gaon, his, his 17th century. So he's uh, early, early Achron, very, very important. And he writes guidelines of Psak in Simon Rej Membez. Anybody who's learning Smicha needs to know the, the Hanhogos Hiraz Beisu Veheter of the Shach at the end of Simon Rej Membez, where he, he gives you the guidelines of Psak. And one of the things he says is really important. If there's a viewpoint which a later person might not have seen, so that, 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 that it wasn't available to that, it wasn't print, printed at that time, whatever, then, then you don't have to say the later person disagreed with the earlier person, so we pass on like the later person. No, the later person didn't have access to that. So that, that diminishes to some degree that person's that person's ability. So when we talk about paskining like a later authority, you need to be sure that the later authority had access to everything that went before. You need to be sure that the later authority learned everything that went before and has the capacity to be oimed ali korushil dvorim, as the Rosh says. He has the capacity to get to the essence of the issue. Then, if he paskins differently from earlier authorities, uh, we will go like them. But very seldom will we paskin like any recent authority against the Tosvas, against the Mordechai, against the Rifora, unless they have other, other authorities to support them. And that's something, by the way, important in leadership in general, is to be able to get a diversity of opinion before you make a decision. 
And part of the arts of leadership is to be able to elicit people's viewpoints because often the quiet people are the deep thinkers. And you're sitting around a boardroom table and there are people who are not expressing their opinion. And before a leader gives his opinion he or her opinion, they need to listen. They need to elicit and hear so that when they make their decision, it's made with full knowledge of all the viewpoints around the table. And that's one of the big flaws of leaders, that the leaders think they know it all and they've got it all. Yes, but have you listened? Have you heard? Sometimes they're simple people, maybe less competent than you, less experienced than you, but they have access to thoughts and to ideas that you haven't accessed. Make sure you've listened to all the opinions and you've integrated them and you've got to ikoroshildova, you've got to the essence of it, and then make your decision and you'll have people following you. But if you make decisions without going through that process of accessing the thinking around the table, you're missing a lot of the wisdom. When we talk about diversity, that's what diversity means. It doesn't just mean people of different color and gender. Diversity means people of different opinions. And we see diversity in the Gemara. We see diversity in Tosfus. We see diversity in the Gedole HaPoskim, where they study all of these opinions that are different from their own. They integrate it, they absorb it, they understand it, they get to Ikorashildova, they get to the essence, and then they make a decision. Such a decision has enormous halachic ramifications.